episode 52, Deposit Potential into the Future. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educator's podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Well, hey, elite educators, this is Gretchen from Always a Lesson. I hope you're doing well and welcome you to another amazing episode on the Empowering Educators podcast Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. And I really can't think of any better word to describe you other than elite, because who else would take time out of their busy lives and free time now that summer's approaching to listen to a podcast that's really going to help them become better and develop their craft? Well, really, the only word I can think of to describe someone who would do that is someone who's elite. So I'm glad that you've tuned in and I'm glad that you've upgraded your status to an elite educator. You should feel proud of yourself for doing that. I want to take a moment to just thank you for all the reviews that have been coming in. Every time I check, I just think, I can't believe that there are this many educators out there finding value in something I've experienced or something someone has shared with me. And that's what I love about teaching is it's such a reciprocal career where people poured into me and now I can pour back out. So I'm glad that you guys are listening and, again, what I said, finding value in in what I'm sharing. So this week I want to give a shout-out to James. His review said, A Quick Must Listen for Educators. And I wish I could say it is quick. Sometimes I get a little long-winded because I get a little passionate about it. But I love that you're saying it's a must listen because there are a lot of things that I wish I had known if someone had just told me. And so now I'm I'm really focused on making sure I'm the one telling people (laughs) so that they can never say, you know, I had to figure that out myself. No one told me. Uh, So thanks, James, for pointing that out. But you also said some other wonderful things. You mentioned Gretchen has a terrific vision for her podcast. I love the really pointed interaction with her audience. Although I'm one of many listeners, I feel as if she's talking to me personally. And I love that. I take that as a compliment because in my work coaching teachers, that's what it's all about is communication and relationships. And although I've seen things, it doesn't mean that I know everything. And so to be able to just have a conversation with someone and get to know their perspective and what talents they bring to the table and help them cultivate their talent is really helpful. So in this podcast, I feel like I take those lessons I've learned as a coach and I just talk to you guys. (laughs) And sometimes I feel like you're talking back to me and it's a two-way conversation. And I'm glad that you feel like it's an intimate conversation that we are sitting in the car as you're driving to work, just chatting it up or, you know, while you're traveling around the summer um, on airplanes and in buses and wherever else you might be that you feel like we're just chatting on the phone. And, and that really is what I want to do through this podcast is build relationships and help you really feel that I'm here to help you. Cause I am, I'm not talking at you, although it's, it's funny because I kind of technically am, But I really just want to get you thinking and I want you to ask questions and I want you to communicate with me. That's why I always give my email address, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com, because I love interacting with you and seeing how I can take the conversation further to really help you reach your goals or think about things in a new way or help 
create change in your classroom or your school. So thanks, James, for letting me know that my intention is coming across. Uh, that puts a smile on my face. Well, if you are enjoying the show and you haven't had a chance yet, it takes all of three seconds to jump on iTunes and give a star review. And then if you want to even leave a couple of words of encouragement, letting me know, you know, what you like about the show, that certainly helps iTunes know, hey, people are listening to this. And, uh, you know, this means that I'm going to keep as a company pumping this one out because people want to actually hear it. Uh, Of course, they can see the downloads and know that you guys are listening, but it does definitely help a show stay on the air longer when people are interacting, meaning they're leaving ratings and reviews. So thanks to everyone so far. Gosh, we're 52 episodes in, and I've got over 100 reviews. I wish I could read them all and say thank you to each person that took the time to leave them. I can't, but I do want you to know I, I do read them and I do learn from them and, and say, okay, I've got to keep doing this one aspect or let me change this. You know, I used to have a lot of things in the intro or the outro or uh, sponsorships and someone said, that's so distracting. I just want to get to the content. So you know what I did? Ripped it all out. And I wouldn't have known to do that unless someone who was listening told me to do that. So thank you again for that feedback. So why don't we jump into what I want to talk to you about today. So I really want to reignite your passion and your own potential by talking about depositing potential into the future, meaning our kids. So hang on, and this is going to be one empowering ride. Well, first of all, happy summer to most of you. I hope you're catching up on all those hobbies that you've pushed off and soaking up tons of sun and, of course, you know, binge listening to your favorite podcasts like this one, the Empowering Educators Podcast. Summer is a great time to set goals for the upcoming school year. And I know you're probably like, I cannot even think about next year because I just finished or I'm right now finishing this year. And there is something to be said about taking time because you've got to unwind, de-stress, you know, kick school out of your brain for a bit. That really helps you rejuvenate and that's healthy. So please allow yourself to do that. But then when you're ready, come back uh, and get ready to get your game plan together because this episode is really going to empower you to do just that. So if you're not ready to think about next year um, or in the summer you don't have some sort of job working with kids, then I want you to star this episode or send it to yourself or hold on to it and come back to it when you're ready. Of course, you may want to preview and listen a little bit and then say, okay, i got to remind myself, i got to come back to episode 52 uh, and listen to that before school starts. Uh, because I think that we have a tremendous opportunity on our hands and we're not capitalizing on it. And I didn't realize it in my own life until something happened to me this past week. You know I love to do that. I like to you know, get inspired by what's really going on in classrooms and schools around the world and I don't just say, okay, here's my map of what I'm going to talk about for the next couple months on my podcast. It's really, I just let life do life, and then I decide to bring it to you. So I was on a phone interview. I can't even remember the question that I was asking this particular aspiring teacher, Um, but her answer was so stellar. I mean, in fact, I've done, I think, about over a 1,000 interviews so far this year, and so there's tons of common trends of what people say, um, but this was not one of them. <laughs> and I remember just having to take a pause for a second and just drink this one in. I mean, it was just that good. So she said to me, it all is how you speak to a child and how you deposit positive words into them 
to give them the strength to change their environment, to change the way they think. Dang. I mean, that's so good. And I love her phrasing, depositing positive words. I mean, that that's positive. That's powerful right there. You know, I've worked in Title I schools, gosh, for a decade now and more than a decade, goodness. And I know that many kids, at least in these scenarios that I've worked in, they come from challenging backgrounds. Like their parents didn't graduate high school, you know, let alone college. They are in a single family home where a parent is working multiple jobs and English is not their native language. You know, all these different obstacles, yet somehow a kid is expected to see beyond those current circumstances, that they can suddenly become proficient in multiple languages and that they can get a high school diploma and a college degree, you know, so that they can work just one job that's going to make this tremendous amount of money so that they can give back in a way that just keeps paying it forward for people that have helped them. I mean, I just can't even wrap my head around how a kid could physically, mentally do that. I mean, how do you see the unseen? It's hard to imagine a life that's unlike your own when you don't know anything but your own. How do you just invent different circumstances? I mean, if you have no experience being around a leader, how do you just become one yourself? If you have no experience thinking and creating at such high levels, how can you just one day do it? I mean, you can't. But these kids, all kids, are capable, like undeniably capable. That means they are born with the ability to think, to be successful, to be good human beings. Their brain and their body is actually able to do that. And their circumstances are like frosting on the cake. You can't see the goodness that's inside. But you got to help them wipe that all away and say, let this thing grow. Let's water this and, and see what can happen. You don't have to stay here. This doesn't have to be your every day. You know, they're born into situations and circumstances that they can't control. I mean, I can't help that I just happen to be born into a two-parent family. I can't help that someone else was not. And neither could they. They couldn't help that. And just like I can't help that English is my first language and I happen to live in an English-dominated society where someone might not have that ability or that opportunity. I also cannot help that both my parents were goal setters and then they helped me develop goal setting. I mean, these surroundings bred success in my life because I was seeing it in action, but then they were also helping me do it and therefore I did it. But not every child is born into an opportunity. Their parents or their parents' parents and so on and so forth weren't either. And so for generations, these circumstances were just speaking louder than anyone's natural ability. They just suddenly believed this was it. And they fall into these habits that are modeled for them in and around their home. Is the blind leading the blind? It's just a horrible cycle. I mean, it's so frustrating to me that we look at a struggling child and their family and have this mindset of just get it together. And it's like, well, dang, maybe they don't know how. I mean, I had a ton of training to become a teacher. And I know people think you can just walk into a classroom and teach. But to do it well, you just can't. And just like you can't succeed in life without hard work or determination and most importantly, guidance, it just doesn't happen. You have to 
see what it's like. You have to have someone help you develop that so that you can be that. And teachers and educators are that gateway. They bridge this gap from this current circumstance to someone's actual potential of the future. And many kids told me that I was their favorite teacher. And I'm sure your kids have told you that the same. And the reason they say that is because you have communicated to them that they are special and that they are more than what they are right now. And you make them feel good about their future and what's to come and they're excited and you make learning fun it's because you're unlocking the potential you took the roof off of this house and you show them the stars you know if they never ventured outside their neighborhood they have never experienced a different culture than their own they've never seen someone who came from their own circumstances and actually make it so knowing that Like this future teacher said, it's on us as the educators to plant these seeds of success in our kiddos' heads and not just the ones that don't think they can do it or have never seen it done before. Because every child deserves a quality education, but more importantly, they deserve the opportunity to be successful. And opportunity means that we are providing the structures and the guidance to create the opportunity. And I don't mean something like, oh, Johnny, how cute. You want to be an astronaut? Well, that's great. You can be anything you want to be. Yeah, that's positive, but is it productive? Does it actually help him break down the dream into actionable steps to attainment? No. This aspiring teacher said that our positive words to students give them strength. And that's so true. Sometimes there's nothing specifically spoken to a child about their own wants or their own needs or their own interests in just a single day because the family is so focused on survival as a whole. I mean, forget that you're interested in art, Johnny, or that you're wondering what it would be like to live in China for a year. There's no time. Like, it's fight or flight. And I can understand that. But when they're in school, that's the time. Now there's plenty of time for dreaming. Dream big dreams. I had signs all over my classroom that said dream big. And parents were even bringing me tons of items with these encouraging words on there. And because they knew that I really meant what I was saying to the kids. I mean, I said it over and over and over again. And when kids come back and they talk to me, that's what they think. I still dream big is what they say. You know, you can't just achieve big things without dreaming them up first. You can't dream them if you don't even know they're possible. And so when you know a student's interests, help them learn more. So you could introduce them to successful people in their field. You could help them start to see that pathway to actually make that a reality in their life. And there's plenty of programs to help struggling students learn a language and acquire the necessary prerequisite skills, but there are literally no classes on developing potential and dreaming up your own future. I mean, that is not a class, (laughs) at least that I know of. And this new teacher reminded me that positive words are the strength. And it means the strength to do two things. She said, change their environment, number one, and two, change the way we think. And dang, I think I've never really thought about that number two, that it's the thinking That is really going to determine the overall success, that longevity that we want this student to have, not just strike it rich one day. I mean, you can give Justin Bieber or Selena Gomez millions of dollars and their environment's going to change. But if you don't help them learn to think in new ways, what's going to happen? They're going to blow that money. They're going to end up in the meek beginnings that they originated from. 
I really have no idea about these two people, so maybe they were always rich their entire life or came from uh, affluent families. But just using those two as an example, since they happen to be my kiddos' uh, most talked about idols. But many inner-city, low-income kids go to college every day. And we don't really talk about that often because many of them end up right back where they came from. And it didn't matter how much of a scholarship they got or what the opportunity was, where they went to school and what they were studying. It's because no one helped shape their perspective. And so even though everything around them was new and different, they didn't operate in new and different ways. They self-sabotaged their own opportunity because they never upgraded their thinking to match their scenario. Again, how do you just suddenly think differently if you were never taught how, if you never saw it done before? So you just hand a kid who's been in one circumstance their entire life this opportunity on a gold plate and expect them to just adjust their behavior and and act the way they should act with that gold plate and dream the way they're supposed to dream and take actionable steps the way they're supposed to. No, that person is who they are. I mean, you have to really help guide them. Hey, you've upgraded to a new floor. (laughs) Take the elevator up and get your brain ready to go when you get there. I mean, we've got to help them change. Not just the environment, but the thinking. Empower your kids to see beyond their circumstances. So you do that by depositing those positive words. And you've got to do it daily. Because their potential is going to grow, but it's going to be a slow growth at first. And then provide the guidance so that they can actually see that pathway to get there. And they'll have to work backwards to see, okay, what can I do today so I'm one step closer to this being my reality? And then along this journey, while they're dreaming big and taking actionable steps, steps help them start developing those new thinking habits. What I mean by that, you know, habits of the mind are so powerful. In an instant, everything can change. And that could be for the better or for the worse. So teaching kids how to manage $2 will help them learn to manage $2 million. Teaching kids how to give back to the community when they have nothing physically to give but their time is going to help them give back every day when they can with what they've acquired. Teaching kids how to respect differing opinions, that's going to help them negotiate contracts and build relationships with influential people. Teaching kids to learn by example is going to teach them how to contribute to make society better instead of just following the crowd. So change their thinking. And then when their circumstances begin to change, they're going to soar because they're operating on a new level. No longer are they closed-minded and selfish. They're well-rounded. They're empowered to be and do better for the benefit of others. Man, this new teacher knew what's up. I mean, I'd hire her in a second just based on that one answer. That definitely wasn't a memorized response. It wasn't even a common answer that you could Google on the Internet. I mean, it was heartfelt, experience-driven answer of passion. I mean, a passion for change in our work as educators. And I'm so glad I got to speak with her and have her bless me with her perspective because it really changes how I look at the work I do. You know, and I'm sharing this nugget of wisdom with you today in hopes that it inspires you to look differently at the work you do. And it's okay if there have been missed opportunities in your career where you could have helped or just better helped a child see and achieve their potential. But what matters is that you know better now and you can begin acting in new ways. So start changing your thinking so that you can help change others. 
and start brainstorming right now. Who can you start pouring into on a daily basis? And I hope you say every kid in the classroom or the school because you'd be right. Everyone deserves a chance. Not just the wealthy or the poor. Not just the white or the black. Not just the gifted or the disabled. But everyone. So pay it forward by doing the work now. And remember what that new teacher said. It's all how you speak to a child and how you deposit positive words in them to give them the strength to change the environment and change the way they think. All right, elite educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on cultivating the best out of every child with each word you speak and action you take. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. podcast is sponsored by the Educators Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcast.com. Network.com for more details.